Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon, America. This is Rudy Giuliani, and thank you for joining the Rudy Giuliani Show. I, You know, I feel like telling you something, and maybe it's having gone through the emotion of September 11, and, and, and many of the terrible things that were done this September 11 that... I just don't recall from the past. I almost saw it as a as a Biden Democrat attack on September 11th. So you'd forget about it. And therefore, they could proceed with their business of uh, arming and uh, and financing the Islamic extremist terrorists. Uh, I mean, w- what a thing to do uh, on September 11, among other things, to give the Islamic Republic of Iran uh, six billion dollars. I've never understood this, my friends. I, I never have, and I, I mean this very, very sincerely. Uh, you know I rely heavily on, on logic. Uh, did it as a student in college. I was a, I was a philosophy minor, almost major, because I studied political science, but more from the philosophical point of view. I, I read almost the, all of the key philosophers, uh, very, very, very uh, determined by um, Greek philosophy, Greek logic. I think in a way it made me a good lawyer. But in any event, th- th- some of these things are just wildly illogical. That, you know, uh, uh, the, the whole border opening. Honestly, there's no explanation for it. Just like there was no explanation for taking the troops out of Afghanistan before the civilians with the absolute conclusion that the civilians would be killed by the action of Joe Biden. Nor is it explainable that you would give away an air base 400 miles from China when China has announced that it wants to surpass you as the world power. And uh, the first time they did it, they said 2048, and it has since been altered, not necessarily from the mouth of Z, but from others of his acolytes. So we know, like Hitler told us, they're after us. And we've got a president who makes Chamberlain look like uh, Superman. So... uh, one of the jobs you try to do as a uh, commentator is explain. Even when you disagree, I mean, there are actions that I can think of that were taken, let's say Obama, when he drew the red line with, uh, with, with uh, Assad, and even though Assad used the chemical weapons, he didn't escalate. You can see, I disagree, I think you lose all credibility, but it's not illogical to back off if you think in a certain situation, maybe you're outmanned, maybe you're going to lose too many people. It's just, it's just, there, are certain, uh, there are certain things that make even the illogical a little closer to logical. The three things I mentioned to you, 
have no explanation, nor has one been proffered by, by, by anyone that leaves you with the conclusion that we have a compromised uh, pr- pr- president in light of everything else. Before I go any further, though, I want to pay tribute to my very, very close friend for many, many years, a great, great public servant for the United States of America and for the city of New York, Howard Safer. Howard Safer was uh, my second police commissioner. He followed Bill Bratton. He followed Bill Bratton with a big, big uh, uh, kind of question mark over his head, uh, which is how could you possibly have reduced crime more than the wonderful Bill Bratton? Uh, you know, it was all Bill Bratton, not that terrible Republican Rudy Giuliani. Although if anybody had bothered to read the things I wrote in 1981 and 82 and the work I did with the Attorney General's Task Force on Violent Crime that I really ran, they would see almost all the theories that Bratton took credit for I wrote about before Bratton, I think, even became a cop. Uh, It is true that I got substantial assistance, and there is one I would not have been able to bring to fruition without Eddie Maple, but Eddie would not have been able to do it without me. Uh, So that is a joint enterprise. Uh, But Bratton had little or nothing to do and, uh, and honestly, Brat- for Bratton's situation, good cop, sharp guy, uh, very charming, uh, terrific with the microphone, glib, not deep. Eddie was deep. And Eddie could think through with me the, the solutions that we came up with, which I've never gotten credit for all the work that was done on him. They began two years before I became mayor. Every Monday night at 8 o'clock, I would have a meeting at my law firm, and I would bring in experts. About 40% of it was devoted to crime. But I brought in people like uh, Andrew Cuomo on, on housing and uh, President Bush's budget director on how to fix the budget and uh, uh, the people who work for Ronald Reagan on how, how to uh, deal with strikes. And uh, It was remarkable. We, we have, uh, and, uh, Richard Schwartz uh, developed uh, a book. It was our playbook. And when I was mayor, he would come to me with it and say, Mayor, we fell behind on this. We fell behind on that. Now, Richard, we can have Richard on one day and, and have him explain this to you. But this is to talk about how ha- Howard, and let me, just, let me just give you this simply with all the doubt about it. He r- reduced crime much more than Bratton did. Much more. Now, you could say Bratton got it started. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, the, if you look at the innovative programs that, that Howard came up with, Brown would not have been capable of that kind of thinking. And Eddie's was uh, geared very much towards street policing because he was a, a transit cop. Howard had been a, um, originally a Federal Bureau of Narcotics agent. Then he went undercover. Undercover, it became the Drug Enforcement Administration. During the course of that time, he got medals for heroism. He saved his partner's life when... I think uh, some kind of dye was thrown in his face in order to shoot him. And out of nowhere, here comes Howard and he shoots the perp. Uh, so this is a real cop. I mean, not, this isn't like an Adams who's never made an arrest. And, um, and, then, and then he moved on uh, to the Marshal Service, where, where I got to know him, and he moved up to the position of number two. Now, there he did two historic things that should be named after him. One, the Witness Protection Program. And a lot of it started with me. I was the one who was giving them the witnesses to be protected. And we were doing it 
uh, we, as a lawyer, we call it ad hoc. You know, we were doing it on the fly. We create a situation for this guy, a situation for that guy. And of course, you know some of the funny ones where uh, Joe B- uh, Butchagloop ends up in a little town in Iowa. And, he, and they say, Joe, Joe goes in and says, hey, you got Italian sausage. And the guy says, who are you? I'm Joe Bacigaloup. And after a while, even though the people are nice in town, there might be one bad guy. And he figures, I can make a lot by calling this guy in. So uh, we decided that we had to get into a much more sophisticated program, changing names, changing identities, sometimes plastic surgery. Now, Howard did this with mafia people, with international fugitives. He did it with people that led us to Nazis. He caught two Nazis for me. Um, and he caught, uh, and he caught uh, uh, Officer Daly, the uncle of Michael Daly, who ran away after selling heroin as a police officer. His other two co-defendants were convicted by me, and he ran away to Ireland. And Howard caught him because... He had a predilection to go from Ireland to England to to uh, have sex with the with the uh, housekeeper to a Catholic priest there. And Howard picked him up, missed him the first time. Big, big disappointment. Howard called me, said, but said to me, as he said many times, and never let me down, boss. We got him next time. We'll fix it. And we got him next time. And he went to jail for 10 years. And. Uh, you can find my, uh, somewhere in one of the garbage uh, papers Michael Daly's recitation of any number of lies about me today, which I don't understand because I actually got along with him and represented him as a lawyer, uh, actually, well. Uh, and I would think he'd be able to realize this is was my job. I, I had no special thing about his uncle. Uh, his uncle was a sad situation where the guy became a drug dealer. He wasn't the only one in the police department who became that. And, and it broke my heart to see, to see that. But in any event, that's a lot of the history of why the press hates me. I also never leaked to them when I was U.S. attorney. You think if I hadn't, it wouldn't have been published a long time ago, the way they hate me? I never gave him SHIT. Nor did Howard, which made Howard much more unpopular with the press and made Bratton a hero, it's just the opposite. Uh, Bratton was a good police commissioner. Safer was a great police commissioner. Things live after Safer. Courtesy, professionalism, and respect are, are very, very complex and well-done, integrated narcotics programs. Under Bratton, they were like, uh, police department does everything. Police department takes all the credit. Screw DEA. Screw FBI. The usual, the usual you know, low-level police thinking. Howard's instead were international uh, organizations, you know, in many ways, the kinds that his successors like uh, like Bratton, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, like uh, Bernie Carrick, who operated at his level and Commissioner Kelly, who may very well be the best, best commissioner, commissioner in, in New York history. I think they all owed um, not only something to their own in tremendous efforts, which in some ways were equal to Howard's. Uh, in some ways ex- exceeded, in some ways not. But I think uh, uh, a lot of their great efforts, they could say, some of it came from Howard, and some of it came from Bernie, and some of it came from Ray in his first stint in the department. I mean, that was a group of three magnificent commissioners. And when you include Eddie Maple with Bratton, you've got to foursome or fivesome. That's about as good a group of commissioners as ever. So you say, hey, Giuliani, how do you get any of the credit? 
because most of those theories you read about, I'll go get you my paper from 10 years ago about broken windows or about how to use statistics as a gauge of crime, not just a, a, a way of reporting it, as a way of predicting it or any number of other things you'd like to talk about, domestic violence or we were good partners. Losing Howard, losing Howard is very, very tough. His wife, Carol, is as wonderful as he is. Um, they are a beautiful, beautiful family. His son, Adam, his daughter, Jennifer, I know them really well. Unbelievable people. And, uh, and three grandchildren. He's a great man, a great New Yorker, a great American. And um, we get another Howard Safer, and New York City will turn around. God bless you, Howard. And uh, wherever you are, look down on us and pray for the city that you loved so much. And I know you did, and you gave your heart to it. We'll be back very shortly. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you. Uh, a little emotional over having to talk about my good friend. Uh, the people in the administration, I, I tend to run organizations, and I'm criticized and praised for this, uh, that are based on friendship. And, and I, when I give uh, my lectures on leadership, which I used to do, you know, prolifically uh, years ago, I, I've done probably a thousand and I've been paid an awful lot of money for them. Um, I, I, I just, you, I can't, in my case, I can't do it any other way. To me, uh, the enjoyment of, part of the enjoyment of work on my colleagues and uh, their uh, integrity, their intellectual capacity, their ability to analyze problems, this sense of humor. I don't know if you noticed when Tom Von Essen was on. Uh, Tom Von Essen got us through September 11. And he was the guy really that could be allowed to joke because he had the biggest losses. He lost, he lost like 70% of his senior staff because our firefighters are, depending on your perspective, reckless or the bravest men in the world. Mine is the second. Uh, and uh, they can be 65 years old. They see a bad fire. They see a rookie running in, you know, going a little off there. They go right in after the rookie. That's why when you look at the dead among the firefighters in the police department, when military people do and have gone through it with me, they are absolutely shocked at the number of officers that died. They're almost equal to the number of what I guess in the military we call enlisted men. But we lead by leading also true of the NYPD. When I, I remember pointing out to Fox when Fox would talk to me during one of those, one of those awful um, uh, Antifa BLM riots that really weren't um, 
you know, violent, they just burned down the entire city. That uh, if it was not New York, you saw very, very few police officer ranks on the on on the on the uh, screen. In fact, during the during the Floyd um, shooting, it struck me that no officer showed up for that 10, 12 minutes could not have happened in New York. You'd have had an officer on the scene there for within Times Square within two minutes. So I showed her the New York demonstration and I showed her the 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 white shirts. <laughs> and I said, you see, there are police officers in white shirts and police officers in blue shirts. Well, the ones in white shirts are officers. They've taken one, two, possibly three very difficult exams to get where they are. And they're there because this is complex and they don't want their kids to get screwed up. And then a guy had to be taken out. Big guy. And you would have thought the young football player types. And he's four. I can't call them old guys because I'm older than they are. But the four older guys go in and they take them out. Because in case something happens, they don't want. This is what causes a great police department. Morale. Connection. I mean, to some extent, when you're under fire and your life is at risk, it gets very complicated and you're fighting to save the guy next to you and vice versa. So let's take, um, let's see if we can get a call in before, because we're going to have the great, great Pete King on. You have no idea how long I know Pete King. I'm not even sure we were a country when we met. He was out on, he was out on Long Island, you know, working on the revolution when I first met him. Uh, let's go uh, to to Frank, who's a retired marshal, an FDI marshal. So I assume Frank, I think I know who, I, th- I think I know who Frank is. I'm just not absolutely sure. Frank? Yes, uh, Mr. Mayor, how are you? Frank from New Jersey, retired New York City fire marshal. Okay, I know who you are. Okay, go, go ahead. Um, I just want to um, talk about how it's safer for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a great fire commissioner. But he also brought the marshals into the 21st centuries. Back before he came, we had the worst equipment, the worst cars, the worst radios. He stepped in, and he gave us all the equipment we needed to help do our jobs. He, he was did. great. He did much. He did a lot of that for the fire department with bunker gear too. He improved the vests. I mean, the guy. The guy was a forward thinker, an organizer. God bless Howard Safer and his beautiful family. We'll be right back. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. We have on the line uh, with us my very, very good friend, Pete King, but your very good friend, Pete King, who represented us uh, in Congress not just for his wonderful district on Long Island, but he he represented New York. You know, we had very few Republicans, uh, certainly during the time I was mayor. Uh, I needed some allies. Uh, it isn't that some of the Democrats didn't help, but they weren't there consistently. This guy was there consistently. Even though he represented the suburbs, he represented New York City, he represented New York State, knew more about foreign intelligence than anybody I, I knew, and never said no. And I can't remember the last time he was wrong, but he probably has been a few times. Pete, why did they do an inquiry instead of go right to a, an indictment, which after all is just a grand jury proceeding? Yeah, I, I think the main, 
first of all, Rudy, you've been a great friend, and I'm with you all the way, and all these terrible things you're going through now. You're a great friend and a great asset to the United States of America. As far as impeachment, you know, I've been... I'm, I, I, uh, traditionally, I've been opposed to impeachment. I voted against Bill Clinton's impeachment. Uh, I remember. I That's why I'm calling. <laughs> I remember. But, but I do think this is one time where we should at least do the inquiry. And the reason for the inquiry is Kevin McCarthy, you know, this is the reality. He only has a three or four vote margin. And a number of Republicans right now are reluctant to actually vote for impeachment. And uh, they uh, and if, so if Kevin brings up for a vote and doesn't make it, that would you know, hurt us all along the line. So what he's doing is, by doing the inquiry, uh, he doesn't have to call for a vote, and yet they can get the information out there. And I think this is one time, the reason I think an impeachment is warranted in this case is that, this, first of all, there's so much evidence of corruption, which you first started to bring out when you were talking to us in Washington back in 2018, I guess. Back yeah, in 2018. yeah, 2018. Uh, that's right. You, 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 you and I have been talking about this, and I've been showing uh, yeah, since 2018. I actually thought by 2019 we were ready for at least one good RICO, one good RICO case. But it, you know, in this situation, uh, the fact that the administration is stonewalling everything, yeah, right. the fact that the media, and the fact that the media is not reporting it, I think the only way you can build consensus for the impeachment is to have an inquiry. Uh, it'll, it'll bring about more publicity, it'll get more coverage, and the, and the information is going to get out there because... You know, to a smoking gun, this is like a whole infantry platoon of guns going off here. It's, uh, uh, I mean, it, to me, if you had any one or two of these things with any other president, certainly with any Republican president, it would be headline news. Instead, uh, yeah, yeah. Of CNN today, they said there's no evidence at all. First of all, I'm not saying it's conclusive. I think it probably is. But I can definitely say there's enough evidence there, as you would say, to warrant a grand jury investigation and certainly to warrant an impeachment inquiry. Uh, but I think uh, uh, Kevin probably would have preferred, all things being equal, to go right to the impeachment itself. But uh, I don't think the votes are there right now. Again, we only have a, I got three or four vote margin. I think we have four votes. And then Chris Stewart has had to resign from Congress because his wife is very ill. We have Santos, who's probably going to be gone. And then you have you know Steve Scalise, who's uh, you know, getting cancer treatment. So we're down uh, to maybe uh, 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 220, two, 219. And you do have a number of well, I'm glad to, I'm, districts no, where no, no one explains it better better than you. Particularly, you know, the people of the most upset, obviously, are the more right right wingers, and, and for good reason. This, it has been going on since 2018. Uh, there are times in which things were released where we felt they were smoking guns like we've never seen before. Think about the hard drive right. when it finally came out. Nobody would have survived the hard drive. No one. Uh, George Washington couldn't have survived the hard drive. Right. Uh, but he did. And so it's as if nothing can take this guy down. So here's why I, I kind of changed my mind and came over to your position. I thought Congressman Comer at first was going too slow. And then I realized he's trying a new approach because the other one that I used and others used, Jordan, uh, may very well have been trying to get people to understand too much too fast. Because this is complicated as hell. So he goes ahead and he does a nice, simple thing like $10 million bribe from an organized criminal through an FBI, A number one informant, five to Joe, five to Hunter. And then he, he lets that sink in for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then he comes up with the corroboration for it. And he lets that sink in for two weeks. And then he comes up with the distribution to the family. And he lets that sink in. I think if the country were 
If we had a fair system of justice, we wouldn't have to do that or fair coverage. But we have to recognize we don't and we kind of have to play around with what we got. And I think this may be a good idea. And you talk about Chairman Comer. I, I, I did not know him in Congress. He came the last two years that I was there. And one of those years we were gone because of COVID. But I've watched him since then. I met with him. And he's in a very risky position. He's handling it great. I mean, he is, he's not overselling his case. He knows the facts are there. He doesn't exaggerate beyond them. He doesn't leave himself open. And uh, to me, he is laying out a very good case. And in doing it, he's doing it in a way that uh, is very professional. And I think he's going to be safeguarded going forward. He's not, he's not going to be guilty of overstating the case. To me, the basic facts of the case are enough as he's bringing them out. So I give him really great credit because he gets attacked by the media. Uh, he either gets attacked or he gets ignored, you know, one or the other, uh, yeah, by the mainstream media. But it's getting out there slowly but surely. He's building a strong case. Well, I'm glad you said that because it's uh, one of the things I want to do is to calm down uh, the, if we want to call it the right, whatever, however we want to describe it, who are, who are frustrated. And they say, oh, my God, an inquiry. Come on. And we've had 10 in- inquiries. I don't think they appreciate how difficult this is to get this out. I mean, it's, it's like um, playing a football game. And every time they get the ball, they're on the 10-yard line. And when you get the ball, you're on the 90-yard line. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's, you're right. it's, it's completely different. But, Pete, you guys are great on, on, on the cat show with, with Rita. Uh, how come you let Rita boss you all around? <laughs> what can I tell you? She's in charge. Actually, I'm also on with Sid on Wednesday morning. I should get combat pay for that. There is a, there is a certified psycho, but a great guy. He's a good friend and all that. But you never know where he's going to be coming from. He's a, he is a character. Great guy, by the way. Oh, uh, one, of, one of my best friends. I, I just love him yes. and, and uh, love to be on his show. I volunteer to go on his show, <laughs> even though it's really, early in the morning. Just, I don't want to hurt your feelings. The only guy better than you is this kid called Andrew. I well, think he's a lot you, better you than you. You know that's not going to hurt my feelings. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he was a wild little crazy man? <laughs> yeah. God, he's, now, now he's a statesman. Now he, yeah, God, he looks yeah. so distinguished. His hair is combed. He's yeah, his hair is combed. Dressed. He's moderate. You know, my yeah. goodness. Right. He, was to the, he, was to, he was even to the right of Pete King at one point. <laughs> Take care, Pete. Uh, and thank great you. Great talking to you. Really, and good luck. Hang in there. You're the man. We'll be in touch. Thank God you. bless Pete King. Right. Well, there was and is a congressman. You see the wisdom in that? Just just five, ten minutes with him. Uh, what would have taken uh, one of these communist stations about two hours to cover? We cover in like four or five minutes. That's why you want to listen to ABC. You want to listen to Pete and John Castamitides and Rita and my great friend Greg Kelly and, and Jimmy uh, uh, Bo, who comes on a- afterwards. These are all. And people get to the point because they're not they have nothing to hide, you know. They're not hiding a bunch of a bunch of stuff like these. These people are lying every day, and uh, you know, once you practice to deceive, <laughs> oh, what a complicated web we weave when once we practice to deceive. Yep, used to tell that to my witnesses. Stay out of the first lie. And we're golden. Get into it. And man, oh man, if the, this guy cross-examine is half as good as I am, you're going to come out of it looking like a pretzel. A lying pretzel. Uh, let's go with, let's go with, uh, let's go with Mike. 
Oh, he's gone. Okay. Uh, you pick somebody for me since you have the more updated list. Let's do uh, Kevin in West Babylon. You know I was going to pick him. All right. Kevin, how are you? Hello. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm, Don't I'm be here. sorry. I know it's always a little, yeah, you got to organize. But go ahead. Tell us your question. Are you there? Re- retired NYPD, I understand. <laughs> what happened? Look, I'm enormously sympathetic. Come on, damn with, with, fucking phone. Ooh, ooh, we can't say that. But look, you said it, though, because you, you know what they would do if I said it? You know what would happen if they said that? Fanny Willis would come here with Smith and Attorney General Garland, and they'd put me in jail for blasphemy, which under the Biden administration, for a Republican... Of 10 years is a two-year sentence. For a Republican of 40 years is a life. I'm serious. Are you, are you still with us, Kevin? I think we will. Kevin! Can't do that. You're a cop. You have to know how to use those things. Man. Well. Gino in a Buffalo. Love Buffalo. Right near Niagara Falls, all that great Italian food. Mm-mm. Yes, sir. Great to talk to you. Um, last time I talked to you was about a year and a half ago. And right before I was going to mention this person's name, I got cut off. And it wasn't by your producer. I think it was AI. And I want to thank you for speaking with uh, Tori Morris and having her on your show yesterday. Um, she's, uh, you know, one in a billion person. Um, <laughs> you can say that. Scenes. Uh, what was that, sir? I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you and, and putting an emphasis on it. I agree. She's one of a kind. And, in, a, in, a, in a good way. In a good way. 18 months ago, I was literally going to, her, her, her name was coming out of my mouth as the Literally, I'm telling you, it wasn't the producers. It was the AI at work, so to speak. And what did you uh, do? You remember what you wanted to say about it, or something new you want to say about it? Let's, let's see if we can get that out. <laughs> a request that you have her on your show. Oh, yep. And yesterday, there you go. Finally right, happened. Right, 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 right. We'll have her on more. She's, you know, the, the stuff she's engaged in uh, is often she doesn't she doesn't uh, tell you unless you're close to her what she's doing until she breaks it. And is a responsible thing to that too, because Tori Tori was involved in very very deep intelligence, uh, and I'm not going to go into the details of that for her safety and other reasons. But when Tori works on something, it, she doesn't work like a she works like a professional, an intelligence professional. So she doesn't come out with it until she's got everything locked up. So when you go when you're going with a story with her, you know. You're going to get it's going to be controversial as hell, but you're going to be protected on all on all four corners. And uh, she's got tremendous resources. And then beyond that, if you just want to get her for her judgment of how complex this deep state is, I imagine there are people that understand the deep state as well as Tori or maybe better, but not many. And uh, she's a great resource. She's a she's a brave, brave American. Um, has to be. She's I mean, 
I don't think I'm saying anything I shouldn't when I say she has to be. She's in some degree of danger. Don't you think? Well, yeah, I'll just, you yeah. know, I won't be touching anything else on that. But yeah, no, no, but I think we have to respect her and do the best we can to also protect her. She's working on some really good stuff now. I spent some time with her yesterday. And, um, and when I can, you know, it, it isn't a matter of she'll come on when she, when, she, when she wants to, when she's ready to. And you can be sure nobody's going to stop me from putting her on. Okay? Awesome. Uh, very awesome. And I, hopefully she um, is able to reach the president in different channels as well. Um, I hope she is because she's, uh, she's an asset. She's an asset. In a, in a, you know, in, a, in a, the best way possible. Well, I'm glad you called. I'm glad you called Thank because you. she she goes through a lot like all of them do. She's she's of course she's brave as hell. You can't I mean and I'm, this is not getting into gender or any of that other stuff. But I don't know if they had a guts contest between men and women Tory wins. <laughs> and I don't mean she's she's very feminine. I don't mean that. I mean real guts, not you know. I mean real guts. Real tough. You're there. Our country is in such trouble that when I spend time with people like Tory, when I spend time with people like you that are calling in, like this gentleman and some of the others, you know this show lifts me. Sometimes I wake up in the morning, I don't want to tell you my problems. Nobody likes a complainer. I, I wake up really down about the condition of my country. And, you know, you see a new thing every every day, a new crazy thing every day. Yet, yet yesterday, I mean, lo- losing my my um, my friend Howard, who you can't believe the number of things he and I were through way before we were mayor. When, I, when we were getting Colombian drug dealers, Nazi war criminals, uh, the, the guy we lured to his mistress's house at the priest. Imagine the guy is going to see his mistress at a rectory in Ireland. Oh, man, we got we did great things, Howard and I. Well, we'll be back uh, very shortly with the mayor's final thoughts. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, and I'm back uh, with the mayor's Final thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers. It, we're, get, we're, get, we're getting close, aren't we? We're uh, 11 days away. The big Tunnel to Towers Foundation walk run is coming up a week from this Sunday, right? It's a week from this Sunday, upcoming Sunday, uh, September 24. And all of us here are at, at the Red Apple Audio Network are encouraging our listeners to donate to our individual teams. It's getting a little um, getting a little bitter now. I don't want to tell you who's fighting with each other because that wouldn't be right. But we've got some pretty uh, big skirmishes going on. So you got to pick who you what team you want to be on. You know, you want to be on my team. You you uh, you, you want to be on Bo's team. You want to be on John's team. I mean, and because he's the boss, I think, you know, we all feel that John may be getting more. Who knows? Hmm. A lot of, a lot of conspiracy theories going on. 
A lot of conspiracy. Be a lot of books to come out of this once it's over. I'm only kidding, of course. This is a this is a labor of love for all of us, and uh, I don't give a damn what the top team is as long as we make a lot of money. But you can you can uh, uh, call call in. You you can go, for example, to walk dot readacausebeyondline dot com. Uh, you can uh, click on my picture. You can click on her picture. You can click on. Just don't click on a picture of somebody from some other station, okay? Please, uh, please help me, help me raise the most money. Overall, here at the station for the amazing Tunnel of to the Towers Foundation Walk Run. Let's never forget those that help America's heroes, and the Tunnel of to the Towers Foundation is to me the, the, the most important endeavor I'm involved in. Let's raise some money for our veterans, for our first responders, and 9-11 victims that continue to this day. Walk.aritacausebyonline.com and click on my picture, okay? I know that's hard when you have Rita's picture to click on, but just consider how we want to be kind to the less fortunate, right? Rita is fortunate to be so beautiful, and I am fortunate to have a face for radio. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to be uh, somehow there's almost the feeling and this is weird. And I wish uh, Curtis were here because Curtis is the best one to talk to. Sometimes Greg uh, about weird stuff. So here's the weird thing. I think it's Friday. I'm thinking, now, what work am I going to get done on the weekend, and do I have a chance to go out uh, to, to uh, Long Island and take some pictures uh, that I'm dying to take? And this is the time of the year that I like to go to the, to the wineries in northern uh, North Fork uh, because I like to see what new wines they have and how they're competing with California and, and, um, and, 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 and with Europe. And they are. They are. They are. I mean, I'm not going to overdo it and tell you they're, they're the same. But I'm telling you, uh, if you know what you're doing and um, you get yourself a pal who, who spends some time reading on this stuff, you'll get some fantastic bargains for dinner, you know, dinner type type wines. But, but, this, this is not an advertisement, by the way. This is just Giuliani telling you something you can do on a fall weekend. Or you go out to that big pump. pump Pumpkin Patch, which is not far from where John lives. And um, I don't know if you donated enough money to Tunnels of Towers, I'll slip you John's address. And you know, if you showed up, he'd take care of you. You know that. That's what John's like. And Margo, this is like the most generous people we know and people who have saved the First Amendment. God bless them. God bless America. Sunday, Dr. Maria and me uncovering the truth, 10 o'clock, and then Andrew and Duke.